My podcast was delayed by landscape maintenance. That's L-A-A-F. Jimmy doesn't like me anymore. Look, isn't he clever? No! So there's some alcoholism, there's some cannibalism, and probably a lot of mental health issues. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Everybody hates Jimmy! Jimmy's a bad person! I've been wanting to say that all night, but I didn't have the nerve. Jimmy's a racist homophobe. No, he's a complicated guy. If anything terrible happens, the blood is on your hands. Do you know in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when Charlie finds the golden ticket? No. From Los Angeles, California. This is L.A. A.F. It's really more like a, a movement, a religion, an apocalyptic cult. I will not shut up. My life is precious. Here's Jimmy. Okay. Hey, everybody. Live from the Valley, available on Patreon. Hey, I know you're going to tune out in like five seconds, but remember to go and sign up on Patreon. It's very important. Very important to keep the podcast going. Got to keep the podcast going. Got to keep the coffee flowing into my veins. I got an IV of coffee seeping into my veins right now. Uh, We got some new gear. You might be able to hear that. I don't know. I don't know if it'll sound any different. I think it does. Sure sounds different on my end. Sure sounds nice. Nice little piece of gear. Almost thwarted by the leaf blower guy. Sat here for like an hour ready to record. Ready to talk to you folks. And uh, you can join our group, um, LAAF Podcast Hangout, whatevs, over there on Facebook. I uh, believe anybody can join the group, but just hit me up on Facebook if you need a, you know, a passcode or a, a key or a, an invite or a, a honey.com or whatever you need over there. Just uh, send me a message. Yeah, leaf blower guy. He would get quiet, you know, and he would be far away, down the block a little ways, and he would uh, then he would get loud because he's right below my window where I'm trying to record, trying to talk to you nice folks. Almost ruined my podcast. I appreciate the guy. He keeps it looking nice out there, uh, as nice as it can be. Uh, you know, I live in a bit of a neighborhood. And that's all I'll say about that. But uh, there's often some garbage laying around. There's often some dog poop. Okay, and that's what I take exception with is the dog poop. Um, dogs don't need to be pooping out there. Everybody pick up your dog poop uh, if you go walk your dog, please. Us non-dog people would appreciate that. And the problem is leaf blower guy brings his leaf blower. He brings his um, his mower, right? So he mows and then he blows, right? Gives the place a great mow and blow. Thing is, there's dog shit everywhere. And he doesn't bring that little rake and that little scooper, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Um, Snow shovel. Okay, regular rake and a snow shovel would do it. That's what I used to do it with when I was in the landscaping game. Anyhow, he doesn't scoop it up, but he blows the leaves. (laughs) And he mows over it, you know, so I assume it gets kind of flung everywhere. He's sort of, um, uh, he's sort of like feeding the grass, you know? So, so yeah, come on, leaf, leaf blower guy. Shut down the leaf blower. 
and uh, scoop up some of the dog crap. Be awesome. Give that guy a raise. Place looks great. Looks great out there except for the dog shit. A lot to talk about when up north. Uh, again, building stuff and doing stuff. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's a party in here. What are you going to do? Uh, went up north building stuff and doing stuff. Uh, definitely smoking stuff. Nevada County is the king of weed still. Um, it's lovely. Everybody is just smoking away. But they only have the one weed store. LA is the king of having weed stores. There's like almost literally a weed store downstairs from my house here in Los Angeles. And up there in the north, there's just the one weed store for the whole town. Two towns. Two towns sit right together up there. It's where my family lives. And they have one weed store to share amongst them. It's so sad. It's a nice weed store, though. Let's be fair. Okay? They have everything you want. Great deals. They don't have everything I want. Ho, ho, ho. Young people are pissed. Oh, one other thing about Nevada County. It is very white up there. Okay, so I'm used to the diversity already. I've been in L.A. for what now? Five years, six years, something like that. And uh, it's it's in- interesting to see such an all-white area, you know, and uh, also people getting into the Black Lives Matter movement, having regular protests up there. But as I've said, you know... Solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement is what it is. Eh, eh. But the thing is, like, people were already pissed, you know? Enough of your enough of your woke white people were already pissed about stuff. You know, believe it or not, some of them were pissed about not being able to open their shops up. They just wouldn't go to those protests because those protests were full of MAGA people. And it's, um... Oh, it's so very complicated. We'll get into the Karen thing. Because, uh... I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I have an alternative to suggest. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, but young people are pissed. I think that, uh, you know, they've had all this stuff boiling over. I'm just as pissed, I'll say that. I'm enraged, but I also have lower back pain. It's lower back pain versus righteous rage. But I think that it's... Uh, like 99% economic and 0.5% social justice and 0.5% bored because the shutdown, you know, but the economics of everything are obvious, you know, uh, young people are on a downslide to being as economically advanced, disadvantaged as, uh, you know, uh, as the, the black people and minority communities that have been economically disadvantaged for a long time. So why, uh, why the hell wouldn't they identify with them? We're all poor out here is my point. <laughs> Everybody poor out here. And so uh, if uh, one of the communities that is uh, classically poor gets up in arms about something, then um, high... Uh, a high probability that the other ones who have been poor for a very long time are going to take sides with them. That one kid, this one kid haunts me to my very, to, to my bones because he said, I'm going to find me a socialist country. I've told this story before, but it's a good example. He's like, I'm going to find me a socialist country to move to and to live in. I'm like, 
Okay. The only ones I can think of sounds like hellholes, though. I mean, North Korea, maybe? Venezuela, where they have a military coup every five years? <laughs> the kid, I try to sell you representative democracy. I realize we've never tried it, but maybe with all these protests and, you know, maybe democracy will make a comeback and it won't be just... I don't know what we have here. Oligarchy, fascism, something terrible is taking place. Everyone wants reform. Ha ha! Well, the rain falls down without Enough of that, though. We have important. We have some important things to go over. Um, on this day in history, the War of 1812. Wait, did it begin? Wow. I mean, people. Does anybody know who Trippy Red is? Trippy Red, the rapper. I'm guessing a SoundCloud rapper. No, but it is. Uh, it is his birthday. It's Blake Shelton's birthday. Okay, it's Paul McCartney's birthday, which barely. I mean, come on. Okay, Paul McCartney. I'll take that one. If today is your birthday, then feel advantaged and feel lucky and blessed to share it with these, your betters. You know what, though? It's Keith Habersberger's birthday. Uh, Keith is Keith Habs on um, Instagram, I believe, but he's part of the uh, comedy band Lou Burger, of which I have friends in that band. Um and so I've, I've met Keith, and uh, what a nice guy, turning 33 today. Happy birthday, Keith. And the War of 1812 did begin on this day. May I tell you a story? Thank you so much for coming here and talking with us. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Can you stop? We have some news. One and jewels fast. One and one and jewels fast. One and one and one and one and one and one and fuck the slow mo. Apparently, Californians must wear... This is the headline in the Los Angeles Times. Californians must wear face masks in public under coronavirus order issued by Newsom. Nobody asked me about this. <laughs> I get the claustrophobia, man. Okay? Somebody posted, uh, you know, hey, try... If, you get, if you're uncomfortable wearing a mask, you should try wearing a bra, sucker. I don't want to wear either. I want to wear a mask... I don't want to wear a bra. I don't want to wear a G-string. Wait, no. Hold on. Hold on. I've worn a G-string. They're uh, surprisingly comfortable. Butt floss, they call it. Super fun. The Newsom administration did not address how the new coronavirus requirement will be enforced or if Californians who violate the order will be subject to citations or other penalties. So they will not. Uh, a bunch of this has been super toothless. I mean, like, I know of businesses locally who basically just turned off their open sign and were open for other, for all intents and purposes. Um, 
for all intents and purposes, they were open throughout the shutdown. Um, you know, having customers in. People were, like, wearing masks and stuff. But I know of businesses like this. No, I won't tell you which ones because I'm not a rat, okay? I'm proud of them. I'm glad they broke the rules to try to feed their family. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they gave everybody the virus and we're all going to die. Maybe that, okay? This is the new Run the Jewels. I've played it before, but uh, I really like it. And they didn't talk about, I mean, they didn't really get it squared away where the nursing homes were. Um, I don't know if they passed new regulations on them or what they did to protect people, but they're already letting people back in the nursing homes to to visit uh, this according to the Los Angeles Daily News uh, which is just only slight only marginally better than the Los Angeles Times um, but yeah it's a funny it's a funny little quirk of this virus thing that uh, like n- a lot of the problem lives in nursing homes and the nursing home community and business model but um, they wow they're even quicker to open up than uh, my industry uh film tv and theater so i guess uh yeah that's great good news for them um and good news for you know people who want to see their folks um i don't think uh i think a lot of the nursing home deaths were a very very old very infirm people and um you know even though it's a thing you can't be scared of it being scared not an option like what good is it gonna do you're gonna be scared and then somehow the problem is solved one thing about my new equipment here is it runs this countdown timer and it's right in my face the whole time. I don't know if that's going to help or not. <laughs> I think it helps me to understand how long I've been talking, but I don't think it'll make me talk less or more. Um, more of this, this from the uh, daily news as well, uh, but obviously national news, Atlanta officer who shot Rayshard Brooks charged with felony murder. Ooh, a choo-choo. So, yeah, this guy. Yeah, more of this. Uh, More when the cops kill somebody in the line of duty because they're struggling, you know. I suppose an investigation could reveal the truth of all that. And perhaps they could be let off. Um, But when people have a history with other people and they already hate each other or you know this person already hates them rolf had already been fired after he fatally shot brooks 27 on friday night brosnan who will be charged with aggravated assault and other crimes had been placed on administrative leave um this atlanta georgia officer fatally shot rayshard brooks in the back after the fleeing man pointed a stun gun in his direction and will be charged with felony murder uh the big difference between this and the um the uh the george floyd case is that uh, they did have history, you know. I don't know how you get to premeditated murder with this case, basically. I mean, if they didn't know him and he was just afraid for his life, then I don't think this charge will stick. Um, you know, 
regardless, cops should be afraid of killing people with their guns. <laughs> and so, like, any time a cop gets put through a murder charge or taken to court for one of these, you know, basically unlawful killings, um, you know, it's kind of a win, but also I don't think this charge will stick here. Whereas the charge with George Floyd um, and what's his name, Doofus Chauvin, uh, that might stick because they knew each other. You know, it could be argued that the guy uh, thought about or planned about killing this dude, you know, before. If it, You know, maybe they can get a witness that will tell how he talked shit about him or something like that. But, uh, yes. Oh, I love the Los Angeles Daily News, too, because they give you a coronavirus update every time you open a page. Um, several protests broke out on Wednesday uh, against police brutality and to defund law enforcement. I'm all for these. Uh, just, hey, keep it going. But also, it seems like they're kind of fizzling out. Um, a lot of the violence and, uh, you know, terrible uh, vandalism and stuff that was reported was real. But I feel like it was blown out of proportion, both because it's sensational and people kind of want to support the cops. It long enough I could write a song about it now I saw you and your dad in Manhattan Beach I didn't call out And I know, I know she don't deserve it anymore I know she don't deserve As I recall, I wanted more She just wanted to swerve Some people need some good love The New York Times, as usual, leads with Trump. Trump can't immediately end DACA. Supreme Court rules. Um, This uh, interests me because I'm just interested in the Supreme Court lately. You know, Supreme Court lately, I would say, is ruling on a very constitutional line. You know, and it's driving the conservatives nuts because their whole plan was that we were going to get these conservative justices in there and they were going to overturn, you know, all these, they were going to overturn Roe versus Wade and they're going to overturn all these things that the Supreme Court basically has already ruled is, uh, you know, is uh, law. So, so they're, so they wanted to overturn DACA and the Supreme Court has ruled that they can't. DACA is basically a protection so that uh, young immigrant children can't be um, deported. Ethically, it's an obvious call because, it, you know, because it has to do with children, you know. And it, sometimes we just have to throw ideas against the wall when it comes to stuff like protecting children. How do you like your bat, Dusty? Medium rare. So fun to reminisce, isn't it? Yeah, it is fun to reminisce. Yeah. Fucking A! <laughs> That's good stuff! This is... Exclusive. Go! Go! Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way up! And the chokehold has been banned, you know? In uh, our government's long-standing tradition of banning the wrong thing to punish the wrong people after a thing has been done that it wasn't used for, 
just like they do with automatic weapons and semi-automatic weapons and any kind of weapons. Um, they just ban, they got to do something. This is a thing. So they ban something and hope that that, you know, will serve as just a, an icon of how much that they're helping. And they are not helping. The chokehold has been banned, but that's not what is being used to kill these people. Uh, what is being used by cops to kill people is putting your knee in their neck until they're, uh, they can't breathe anymore. And also guns. So let's take guns away from cops and let's take the knee in the neck move away from cops, which, hey, technically it's already been taken away from them. Already they're not supposed to use knee and neck move. So that's cool. You know, it's about them following the rules. <laughs> you know, it's about them. Just look on the side of your car. That's all. Like you just need to know the rules. They're actually pretty narrow. They're actually pretty select, you know. They're on the side of your car, protect and serve. You know, putting a knee in a guy's neck, no matter what he's done, if he's forged something, I'm tired of going on about this. You know, it's obviously not part of protecting and serving. So that's what everyone's pissed about. I mean, I'm with the pissed people until you reform yourselves. And let's face it, man, <laughs> they're not going to reform themselves. They do have to be defunded or, like, get less funding. Um... Yes, but we were talking about the conservative Supreme Court justices. I like to listen to a couple of conservative podcasts and stuff like that to keep my thumb on the pulse. I don't know. I'm not going to be hurt by hearing the argument. People have seen me looking at listening to conservative podcasts once in a while, and they'll be, oh, my God, you listen to so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, how else am I going to know? I mean, you know, some of these people I disagree with, but they put their point plainly, so... This song came and went, right? <laughs> but no, I'm not. A, I'm not afraid to hear conservative arguments. Um, but they are. They are livid about these Supreme Court justices. Supreme Court justices also um, uh, upheld a ban on discriminating against trans uh, people, right? And conservatives of all people should be along for the ride on this you know for you know whenever a group of people wants more freedoms that's a no-brain that should be a no-brainer for conservatives you know you should be able to have that you know if it doesn't affect me especially you know like all the the gay marriage the growing weed to me these would in a perfect world be conservative issues So my message to conservatives, especially the commentators that I like to listen to, um, is, hey, don't be mad when the judges that you pushed for don't turn out to be purely political and they actually end up following the Constitution. You know, there's a lot of freedom in the Constitution. So, you know, if this law here makes people more free and not less free in the case of DACA or in the case of rights for trans people, then let's lean to that side. And that seems to be what the, even the conservatives, this was the sixth, especially on the trans rights things, uh, this was a 6-3 decision. So, you know, it's, this is not some 5-4 decision that you can just be mad at the liberals about. It's this, like this of the, amongst the highest legal scholars of our land, most of them, regardless of 
of uh, a party affiliation have decided this, okay? Especially on the trans rights issue. issue. They've said, hey, look, Constitution says allows for freedom, total freedom unless it's hurting anyone. These group of people want that freedom, and there's no reason not to give it to them according to the uh, Constitution. So, yeah, don't, don't be surprised when your conservative justices act conservative. My version of conservative. <laughs> Protecting freedom. Being fiscally conservative. Do that. Do that all day. I love that. I'd vote conservative. If they were famous for, like, protecting freedom and being fiscally conservative, I'd be one. Nah, I don't know. I like throwing spaghetti at the wall about some things. <laughs> they, they, they hate welfare because, uh, it you know, it demotivates people. And it's like, motivation is one of those things. Motivation is like, you can't... you. you you can't motivate people. Like if you've received motivation or if you like watch a motivational YouTube or something like that, that shit's fake, man. Until you can just do it for the 10 times in a row. Like, uh, I don't care what it is working out, like recording a podcast, like practice, practicing an instrument, you know, digging a ditch. You got to get through the first 10 times, you know, you got to like the, (laughs) <laughs> you, you have to because they suck they all suck you know even like the first 10 times of sex in re- relatively sucks you've got to get through that to get the reward to get to the good part and that's what discipline is and that's what motivation is like trying it the first time you don't have to be motivated you can just be curious trying it the second through 10th time you have to be motivated because here you are you've, you're bad at this You've found out that you're bad at it because you tried it the first time. <laughs> so all you've got is motivation, you know? And if someone else is talking in your ear saying, hey, be motivated, get up and do it, that's not motivation. That's uh, influence or something. That's something other than motivation. Motivation is waking up and going, fuck, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do anything and doing it anyways because you got to get to time 10 to know if you're going to be good at the thing. Oh yeah, I promised. Promised we would talk about Karen. My two friends named Karen. I have two Karen friends, all right? And in the hate is what I'm saying. <laughs> the girl who called me racist in a non-political group on Facebook merely for mentioning that the group was non-political. <laughs> she was a Britney, okay? Fight the real enemy. That's what I'm saying. Britney, I know you're out there. I didn't catch her last name. I wouldn't put her on blast anyways because I'm not I'm not going to call out I'm not going to call out real racists and I'm not definitely not going to call out um you know reverse racists. It's okay. It's okay. You can call me that if you want. She, she posted this long screed in a in a very non-political <laughs> Facebook group that I am in and usually like I think but she posts this long thing, and it didn't really make any sense. And it's a basically a film crew group. Uh, you know, film crew people go there, and they say, oh, hey, there's this job. I couldn't take it, but somebody else could. And it's for everybody, you know, sound people, directors, you know, actors, writers. You know, it's this film crew group. 
Um, it's about employment basically. And so she writes this long screed. It doesn't make any sense. There's a couple of points that I'd allow for if like someone wanted to write a long screed in this non-political group about like, here's how we as crew can help with the movement or here's, you know, something like that. But, but it wasn't, it wasn't industry related. It wasn't crew related. So I just wrote something snarky that said, Hey, this is not, this isn't a political space. And what are you doing? And so she goes on another tirade in the comments section about how I'm a racist. Just thought it was hilarious. I'm like, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> You're the first person that's called me that. <laughs> a couple people in the past have accused me, probably rightly, of saying insensitive or racist things. You know, before I knew better. If you look way back through all of my online history, you might catch something like that. But nobody's doing that. And uh, nobody cares. And mostly I'm pretty woke. But hey, this chick, and I'm calling her a chick because she's a chick. And her name was Brittany. Okay, Brittany. Fight the real enemy. And, and stay out of non-political Facebook groups with it, you know? Like have some class, have some style. Like don't go into... Facebook groups that are about, you know, film or art or, you know, makeup or <laughs> and, and go off on your woke tirades, especially if you're a white person. Okay, white Brittany, nobody's listening to you in our film group about about your your anti-racist tirades since you sound like a, a fruit loop. I understand you're everybody. You're enraged. We're all excited at the possibility of of reform. We want it. We can taste it. Everybody wants to go on a tirade about how, you know, uh, the the lack of reform has affected their life or their friend's life or the people who they love. She was not doing that. <laughs> Fight the real enemy. And we're not making everything about this. You can go along with your life in some ways, just like Trump, just like coronavirus, okay? But you don't need to make everything in your life about this. You can have other things in your life. You know, you should be sensitive in all regards, you know, and in the, in the future, the film industry should finally start doing actual colorblind casting, you know? <laughs> That's the one reform that could be made to the industry that I know of that, you know, everyone's hungry for. So finally start doing that film industry. But these crazy people, man. Brittany, I'm coming for you. Karen's clunky as fuck as an insult anyways. It reminds me of send it. Remember send it? People were like hashtag send it and like send it. Oh, oh, so clunky. Send it people should be embarrassed of themselves at this point. I was in this movie that tried to, oh, everybody said send it in this movie. Oh, come on. It's painful, you guys. It's never going to catch on. And it never did. And it deserved it. I can't get another job. I don't have a resume. A resume? I don't speak Spanish. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire.
Yeah, send it. What was that movie called? I was I was in this movie. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> oh, oh, Hollywood. Um, I don't know. I'll post it in uh, LAAF podcast. Hang out. Whatevs. Um, new equipment, new format, new music, new stuff. Although this is the second rage I played today. This is great. Uh, send it was pretty clunky. Never caught on. Never caught on with your actually cool people. A lot of uh, like people on dirt bikes and people with a Fox sticker in their Toyota trying to say send it and trying to get that to catch on. Not catching on, everybody. No. Here's what I'm sad about, though, okay? And because this is, this should have, um, you know, this should have been better. Amplify melanated voices, right? Too clunky, everybody. Could we have said amplify black voices? Because melanated is not a word. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> melanated, it's not a word. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's super clunky. And, I mean, like, everybody made fun of the black square people. And I put a black square for a minute and a half. Um, but, like... That was better. That's kind of a classy show of solidarity, you know, instead of amplify melanated voices where you're like, it could have been amplify black voices or something, but it's so clunky. Just reminds me of some of these things, you know, that they almost like turn over into being ironic because it's such a clunky, you know, hashtag or too many causes. Too many causes. The black square was a hundred times classier than that, and um, and got a hundred times more shit just because people were putting the wrong hashtag on it. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> the other thing is super clunky. I don't know what to say. All right, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm way done criticizing anything uh, close to that, and uh, uh, every time one of these slave owners' statues falls over. Um, I kind of like, uh, I'm a little giddy inside, but also I don't know, you know, a lot of people talk about erasing history and, um, you know, I wonder, I think a lot of this stuff is being taught more accurately in history classes now, especially like on the college level, like students today are more likely to know the actual history of racism because, of uh, information traveling or professors being kind of more woke or, you know, I don't, I don't quite know what it is, you know, that turned the tide, you know, the whole revolution of the 60s, 70s, and today um, kind of turned professors into, you know, this class of people that were pretty, pretty, uh, you know, pretty on it in regards to, you know, that like sort of victim oppressor version of history. So... Um, you know, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of history professors are teaching the real stuff these days. Um, you do have that Howard Zinn book, which kind of leans a little far to the other direction and everybody started teaching out of that for a while. Um, but there's also so much like rich, you know, history available online and through the internet, both of those things, both online and through the internet. Okay. Can you tell? Okay. Boomer. <laughs> But if we erase it all, which I don't think we're in danger of doing, but someone made this argument of if we erase all the history, will we be doomed to repeat it? 
The point is, it's all about content right now. Content, content, content. I have lost a lot of money lately. Well, maybe you left it in your other suit. How could you possibly know that? I do sound, and that would be like a union issue. My curiosity is satisfied. <laughs> Like the Romans, I uh, was talking about. Uh, I was talking about uh, you know erasing history and uh, and preserving it. The Romans enslaved people of every color, like it was a sort of a legal status not connected to race. Rich people owned poor people, basically. You know, you could buy a bunch of poor people if you had the money, and uh, that was how the Roman uh, you know economy worked. So. <laughs> So will we come back around to that? I mean, if we erase all evidence of the black diaspora, right, the African diaspora, as it would be scientifically called, um, you know, and the world, like, let's just theorize right now, see, like, that the world forgets that there was ever, uh, like, majority uh, black enslavement, you know. There's enslavement going on today, you know. People, besides the actual real enslavement that happens... Uh, people could argue that like slave labor in China is, you know, bordering on enslavement, um, you know, but there's plenty of enslavement going on today if that's your if that's your cause. Uh, but um, what some people call modern public schools and uh, jails and they'll look at uh, the, you know, the windows in them and the conditions in them and uh, even the workplaces will be accused of being environments of enslavement so if it comes back around to a point where rich people just own poor people outright as a matter of legal you know I guess that would be bad <laughs> I don't know what my point is about this <laughs> I'm just saying if, if if we erase the idea that it's a thing that we only do to one race you know will society somehow evolve a legal or moral way to enslave people once more not based on race we're not far away with the modern workplace is what a lot of people would say we're not far away from that you know the modern workplace working the way it does it's almost like a rich person owns you On this day in history in 1798, President John Adams oversees the passage of the first Alien and Sedition Acts. At the time, America was threatened by war with France. And, and Congress was attempting to pass laws that would give more authority to the federal government and the president in particular to deal with suspicious persons, especially foreign nationals. The Naturalization Act raised the requirements for aliens to apply for U.S. citizenship, requiring that immigrants reside in the U.S. for 14 years before becoming eligible. So you had to be an illegal alien for 14 years. It's like a gauntlet. If you can survive without your papers for 14 years, <laughs> I wonder how much of this is still in effect from 1798. 
the first Alien and Sedition Act. Real, real interesting, folks. In the New York Times, the top two headlines are Trump-related. Trump can't end DACA. Supreme Court rules that Trump can't end DACA. And uh, states face rising cases as Trump says viruses fading away. Well, but except I saw graphs. I saw graphs, motherfucker, um, that said that cases were going up, but deaths were going down. So which makes sense because um, tests are still going up. So I don't know if you can wave it in Trump's face. Hey, look, I hate the president as much as anybody. But I don't know if you can say, you know, I mean, he, he kind of has a point with the deaths um, that that they're going down, you know. And so you can't stand there and say, hey, these cases are going up, buddy, uh, because that's going to happen. I mean, I think it's, you know, supposed to happen. It's scheduled to happen, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> that problem, the big problem with coronavirus is it hasn't really operated on too much of a schedule if you have not noticed it is national go fishing day um observed annually on june 18th national go fishing day is a great day great day to take time from your daily routine to find a stream a lake or pond bait your hook and cast off for some fish or two problem being is you got to have a license to go fishing this little uh, this little promo makes it sound like it's. Uh, I wonder if this is um, put out by the department that sells you the fishing license. I don't think it's much, you know. There's a bicycle license too, or a bicycle permit. Yeah, like a rider's permit that you're technically supposed to get, but that just everybody nobody would do it. That's what we should do with fishing. Because they'll actually get you. If you go fishing and you don't have a license, the, you know, like people ask for people's fishing license. The rangers ask you for your fishing license and uh, hunting license too, even more so hunting license. But um, yeah, this whole idea there, I think there are spots on the ocean, like on the jetties or some of the piers or et cetera, et cetera. I was at one in Orange County recently where I saw people fishing. And I think that you can fish without a license off of those jetties and stuff. That's my belief. Don't go and do it or go and do it and report back to me. I mean, I don't care. What is it, a fee or a fine? So, yeah, my take is that National Go Fishing Day is sponsored by the national uh, <laughs> by the national headquarters of selling you a license to go fishing. It's all a scam, everybody. Wake up, sheeple. Tomorrow is Juneteenth. Juneteenth, celebrated on June 19th, is the national holiday where... Not when the Emancipation Proclamation came about, but uh, when the last of the enslaved uh, uh, African-American slaves heard about it, uh, which was in the state of Texas. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Those slave owners in Texas decided to keep it a secret from their slaves, uh, you know, until... June 19th, 1865, which is close to two years after um, the proclamation was proclaimed. Fix it up, look sharp, everybody. 
in closing, hey, let's just keep our priorities straight out there, everybody, okay? The presidential race is coming back full force into the news. And uh, the New York Times and everybody is headlining their newspapers with all the Trump did this and all the... And wow! I mean, Biden is something to watch. Okay, I'll give it to you there. I watch it like it's sort of a national football game. You know, they're just passing the ball back and forth, doing basically the same thing and acting basically the same policies, okay? So you talk about the president all you want, but until you start talking about uh, judges, okay, state legislators, um, you know, state senators, even, you know, national senators uh, and congresspersons, um, business leaders, city council members, you know, I can't listen to you. I can't. I've said this before. I can't listen to people about the president when it's their only, um, you know, when it's the only thing that they're passionate about voting for. Tell me about the uh, the uh, the laws that you're passionate about voting for or against, the propositions, the um, um, yeah, and vote out all sitting judges. You really want to make an impact on Black Lives Matter. You really want to. Uh, change the world of law enforcement, vote out every sitting judge. Those are the people who are backing up these cops, okay, when they haul you in for nothing or when they beat you up and, uh, you know, and take all your money in a traffic stop. <laughs> I mean, I don't think cops actually rob you, but the, but the judge eventually makes you pay this gigantic fine. Vote all those guys out. You have a voting power with judges. I go on about judges all the time because people go on about the president all the time. And I just think it's so much more important. (laughs) Um, Join us tomorrow. Big Juneteenth show. All right. This was a long ass show. um, And I'm really glad that you uh, that everybody joined us. Um, I don't know if this thing about the masks is a deal. I don't know if it's actually happening. I'm going to go out there and I'll probably have one in my back pocket just in case some cops hassle me. It's so friggin' weird that a literal bandana mask around your face is the thing that is going to make the cops leave you alone. I mean, a scant year ago, had you walked around with a bandana mask on your face around your neighborhood a few laps, you would have necessarily been stopped, pulled over, and talked to by the police. But now, if you're not, you will be stopped, pulled over, and talked to by the police. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen because they simply don't have the manpower, and it's a stupid thing to try to enforce. But I think this is just like the same move as um, as the rest of the moves during this whole thing. It's about trying to get as many people as they can to do the most healthy thing they can think of. Thanks, everybody, for coming. See you tomorrow. How hard am I allowed to hit Jimmy? Well, I usually hit him as hard as I can until he says his safe word. What's his safe word? Stop. He's a piece of shit! It's over. You did a great thing here today. And you were a star. You were. It was really a pleasure. Some people will be sorry someday. Well, naturally, everybody will be sorry someday. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance.